You're listening to The Rob and Tristan Show. Today's episode is brought to you by RefBox. RefBox, keeping your kids in bounds. Hey, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, so this is going to be sort of a part two. We're following up on the list of questions sent from Karen. I was subjected to him last time. So this time I'm going to ask them of Tristan. And Tristan's going to do his best to answer them. So in part one, we built a two-part episode based off Karen's feedback to just get to know us a little bit more. I guess we were talking about other topics and things. And uh, Karen's feedback was, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? So first episode was about Rob. And I guess today I'm in the hot seat and I get to answer the questions. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I guess without further ado, we'll just jump to the questions. I want to start with a small disclaimer and say that I, I typically think of myself as a private person, so we'll see how these questions go. I'm not uh, particularly thrilled about answering all of them, but let's let's have at it. Was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is your hero? I've been thinking about this because I saw the questions in the last episode. I don't really have a hero. However, I do draw a lot of inspiration from different icons in history that have had unique challenges. And and so I'll draw inspiration from that, but I don't actually have a specific individual or icon that I would consider my hero. I, on the other hand, would like to insert for Tristan that he thinks mothers are his hero because he plans to run for office one day. So (laughs) that'd be the right answer. I will say that after I had my firstborn, that I suddenly had a huge amount more respect for not only my parents but and, and parents in general, but also specifically single parents. I thought that uh, people that do that without a significant other, we had a lot of family support and stuff. That was pretty remarkable. So my respect that way went up a lot. Number two, if you could live anywhere, where would that be? If I was single and didn't have kids, I would love to live in New York or some big city. I've never lived in a big city. I think that'd be a lot of fun. The Big Apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number three, what is your biggest fear? Um, what's my biggest fear? I don't really have anything beyond the normal. I mean, obviously I have a certain fear of what might happen to my kids or of, um, missing something or whatever. I'd I'd probably say that. I mean, one of my driving forces and my decisions in life is to not miss experiences or opportunities. And so there's a certain, I'll call it fear that I would miss something if that's fair. If I had to have guessed, I would have thought you said failure. That would have been my guess, just because you're like one of the most motivated, driven people I've ever known. And I presume that a lot of that is because you'd rather not fail. I am definitely motivated and driven, but I'm not adverse to failure. I've certainly had failures in a lot of different ways in my life. Um, I don't like them, but yeah, look that happened. Look who you hang out with. <laughs> I fear of failure I would not recognize. Failures happen. I've started businesses. They don't work out. So I, I try to make the failure the last resort, but I don't fear it. Okay. So uh, we'll just jump to uh, what is your favorite thing about your career? My favorite thing about my career right now is really the possibilities. Like there's so many ways it can go. Information technology is still a relatively new field and it's changing very, very quickly. So that's one of my more favorite parts about it is to see where it's going and and how to seize those opportunities. That's pretty interesting. Okay. What makes you laugh the most? You mean outside of our conversations? Thank you. <laughs> I feel like this answer is stereotypical, but there's two forms of laughter that I really get or just really great times in my life. One is my, my five-year-old son. He says the craziest things as most kids do, and, and that's just always adorable, and I appreciate those times. But the other one would be coming from 
TV shows that I appreciate watching, and I typically like watching all different kinds of intense dramas and political dramas and stuff like that. So those are kind of two moments I would say that I consider myself laughing the hardest outside of, again, our conversations. Okay. So what did you want to be when you were small, if you can remember? My dad owned a tech company when I was growing up, and there was a part of me that wanted to be in the tech field as a result of that. However, I did not want to own my own companies when I was small. That's obviously not what I ended up doing. And there's another part of me that wanted to be a part of the police force or some police agency. And uh, that's a scratch that I've yet to itch. Okay. What is your favorite game or sport to watch or play? <laughs> I don't watch games or play games or anything along those lines. So I'm just not into gaming or sports for that matter. The biggest thing that I would do, personally, I do a martial art, which you encouraged me actually to do, called Krav Maga, which is an Israeli martial art, if you're not familiar with it. So I've been doing that for a number of years and really enjoy doing that, but that's not something that you would watch. Um, besides that, you know, again, my son, he's enrolled in soccer, so I'll watch him do that, but I don't really care what he's enrolled in. I'd enjoy watching it. So outside of that, I don't really watch games or play games. All right. Uh, you heard it here. He's a workaholic. Moving on. Which would you rather do? Wash dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum the house? Mow the lawn. That's fair. If you could hire someone to help you, would it be with your cleaning, your cooking, or your yard work? That's hilarious. I was about to tell you that, well, I just recently moved and I hired a cleaning service for the <laughs> bathrooms. I don't actually have a lawn to take care of, so that's fantastic. I made sure there was a dishwasher. And um, what was the other item? That was it. Okay, great. Well, so, so I mean, that's I, I did all that. It's been dealt with. I just made those decisions a week ago. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what meal would that be? I definitely enjoy Italian food. So if it was a really fantastic pasta, I think I could stomach that for the rest of my life. Do you like or dislike surprises? I am not a fan of surprises. Like if, if it was your birthday and you came up to the office and me and all your staff suddenly jumped out and said happy birthday, you'd be like, yay. Are you? That's great. And I appreciate my staff or my friends um, thinking of me that way. And I would appreciate that. But for the most part, surprises typically come along in my life as bad news, like an employee suddenly wants to quit or there's a financial problem or something along, along those lines. So I've been conditioned to not like surprises. <laughs> okay. That's fair that way. If you won the lottery, would you continue to work at your current job? No, no, I would, uh, I would be very interested in doing something in the uh, not-for-profit sector and also um, spending a lot of time with my kids. Okay. If money was no object, what would you do all day? I would definitely be participating in some non-for-profit organizations, sitting on boards or participating in any way that I could, even volunteering time, especially in tech sectors or problem solving. Another thing, I've always had an interest in political office, so I might be more interested in getting involved in some government field. Third, I would continue to spend more time with my kids, especially that uh, that they're, I mean, they're five and one right now, so it's a pretty great age. And if I had some more time to deal with them or work with them or grow with them, that'd be a lot of fun. So as you can see, I like to do multiple things. Um, I like to have a lot of things on the go. And uh, so it'd be hard for me to pick just one thing. But uh, if uh, financials weren't a driving force, then that's probably what I'd pick. Okay, great. Here's an interesting one. How would your friends describe you? I actually have insight into the answer. Yeah, I know. When I asked you that question, I had to bite my tongue. I think one of the main ones is that I like to talk. 
that's definitely what everybody would say. <laughs> um, and that I'm, I'm energetic and motivated. I think that's what my friends would say. But uh, pretty selfless and helping. I would certainly think that they would say those things. My mother-in-law described it best one time, and she described me as an exclamation mark. And that seemed to resonate with a lot of my friends that were attending there. Actually, I like that a lot. So aside from necessities, what one thing could you not go through an entire day without? That one's easy for me because my immediate answer is coffee. Yeah, so I certainly appreciate <laughs> coffee and uh, and a great coffee for that matter. But um, you know what? I have to talk to somebody. And going back to what my friends would say earlier, I've got to I've got to pick up the phone. I've got to I got to go to the office. I got to see somebody. I'm a big kind of social person. So that would be my necessity. I got to I got to connect with at least one person. Uh, this one is the one I actually like to answer in interviews. And so I'm going to ask you. Where do you see yourself in five years? I would say that in most circumstances, I'd be able to answer that question. But there's a lot of things that are going on in my life right now that are going to help shape the next five years. I'm not really sure. I definitely have been stepping up volunteering in the community, and and I've been really enjoying that and and doing that more often. Career-wise, I'm not sure. There's some some businesses that have a lot of potential at the moment that we're pushing. And family-wise, I mean, you know, my kids are five and one. They're going to be changing a lot in the next five years, and they're going to be adapting to that. So it's really hard for me to, to paint that picture, but I'm sure I'll be here. We could summarize all that by saying you see yourself as stressed. You'll be stressed. <laughs> you could. You could. I'm hoping to have less stress, but uh, stress is, is, a, is a good motivator for me, too. So it's, it's not all bad. <laughs> what is your favorite zoo animal? So I don't go to the zoo or anything like that. However, my favorite wildlife animal that I would expect to see at the zoo would be an elephant. I think they're pretty cool. There it is. How many pillows do you sleep with? <laughs> I believe you're dodging the question, yeah. sir. Um, so how many pillows I sleep with is unfortunately embarrassingly high, and it's not my fault. <laughs> I have recently moved. I had to purchase new furniture, and there are more pillows on my bed because I'm told that that's how many pillows I'm supposed to have on my bed, not because that's how many I desire. So there are, I don't know, maybe nine or something like that on there, <laughs> but... <laughs> but for the record, I only need one. Nine. <laughs> just just let's move on. <laughs> okay. What is the longest that you've ever gone without sleep and why? I'm not a big 24-hour no sleep kind of person. I've certainly pulled those. I think probably my most recent one was maybe 25 hours. And that was a few years ago because of a major, major migration that we were doing with the company. So that just required us to be up that late. But uh, I thankfully have not had to do that in a long time. I will say that I have two young kids, so my sleep deprivation has accumulated over time rather than one big night. So it's it's being able to see the shadow people after a few weeks as opposed to just three or four days. Yeah, it doesn't take long before uh, I feel like <laughs> I need sleep again. So, Okay. Have you ever had a secret admirer? Yes. Great answer. What is your favorite holiday? Christmas is obviously um, fun for all the obvious reasons, but what comes to mind is Thanksgiving recently, just the camaraderie between family and uh, and coming together and stuff. So, so Thanksgiving's right up there, but uh, you can't go wrong with Christmas either. Are you a clean or messy person? Clean. What kitchen appliance do you use every day? So I told you I just moved and the place I had moved into came with a stove and oven and I very quickly swapped that out with a new one because I use that every single day and wanted something better. What is your favorite fast food chain? 
I unfortunately go to fast food chains more than I would like, so I try to rotate between a number of them. But I think I appreciate Subway the most. Do you love or hate roller coasters? If those are my only two options, I would say I love them. <laughs> but I'm not a big, uh, you know, let's go ride roller coaster thriller kind of person. That's I, funny. I was totally just sitting here thinking, wow, that's a pretty specific. Yeah, I either love or hate them. Um, <laughs> I certainly will go on roller coasters. What was your favorite subject in school? Elementary school, I really appreciated math classes. Then high school came and I appreciated math classes much less. In high school, my favorite classes were computer engineering. I had a great computer engineering teacher and we got to work with a lot of different cool stuff. I still think back to my computer engineering days at high school and, uh, and use that knowledge in my everyday workings. Do you collect anything? Nope. That was easy. Is there anything you wish would come back into fashion? So my sense of fashion is probably laughable, so no. <laughs> Which of your five senses would you say is your strongest? Sight. Are you related, even distantly, to somebody famous? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, you kind of answered this one already, but we'll do it. What do you do to keep fit? Yeah, so I mentioned that earlier. So I do a martial art called Krav Magaz and Israeli martial arts. Which, by the way, was endorsed by me. And, yes, uh, I was talking to you about martial arts. And, and it turned out that was the right move. Yeah, I, I love it. Which, by the way, almost anything endorsed by me, it's the right <laughs> If you were a ruler of your own country, what would be the first law that you would introduce? First law, um, man, that's so hard. I mean, a certain respect for, for all life, men, women, children, and then also creatures would be... It, it would be in the spirit of some kind of respect for all life. I'm not exactly sure what the wording of that law would be, but I think that would be the first one. Who was your favorite teacher in school and why? Yeah, I had a lot of great teachers, but uh, I think back again to the computer engineering class. There's a gentleman by the name of Robert Webb, who's in the Waterloo Regional District School Board. He was a computer engineering teacher at Waterloo Oxford at the time, and uh, I believe he's he's still a teacher. And him and I have touched base a few times since I've left high school, but by far he was my favorite. He was very passionate about his class and his students and making sure that the curriculum matched the students and stuff. And, and that meant a lot to me. So Robert Webb, for sure. All right. So you asked me this one, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it on you. If you had a warning label, what would yours say? Depending on who the other person is, but if uh, the other person is not someone that likes someone that talks a lot, my warning label would read, Tristan talks <laughs> a lot. And some people can really handle that, and, and some people can't. So I think that would be a fair warning label. There you go, chatty. There you go, chatty. What celebrity would you like to meet at Starbucks for a coffee? I feel like this is very cliche considering my industry, but I think and I'm assuming the question could be either living or dead, would be Steve Jobs. I think that he would just be a very interesting personality to meet. Besides that, Aaron Sorkin, I think, would be really interesting, the writer. He's written some amazing shows that I've always appreciated, and I've always wanted to have some form of a connection and talk to him and see how he comes up with such great stuff. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, how funny would you say you are? Well, I think that's up to the recipient. <laughs> I have a different sense of humor, but I'd like to think of myself as pretty funny. I'll, I'll give myself an eight. What was your first job? I think my first job would have been a restaurant in uh, the small town that I grew up in. It was called EJ's, and I was a dishwasher there. I was about 12 years old. Great. You were legally allowed to work? 
back then at 12 years old? So it was a small town, and <laughs> they needed a dishwasher, and I wanted a job. Very, very light child labor laws there. Who is the most intelligent person you know? That's an interesting question. I like to surround myself with some really smart people, and, and I have. But broad-spectrum intelligence that I really admire even it would probably be a gentleman by the name of Jamie Snyder. I think you may have met him once before, Rob, or twice, but uh, he really is just a genius when it comes to a lot of different things. So I think probably the smartest person I know is Jamie Sander, but there are a lot of candidates I could put on that list. I know you're just trying to not make me blush, so it's okay. We'll move on. How many languages do you speak? I only speak one language, which is English, of course. What is your child's favorite accomplishment? I'll highlight Lindens because he's five. And just recently we put together a Lego car that was just a little bit outside his age range like just a little bit on the higher end of his uh, so he it was about for six plus i think and he's five so but he successfully put it together he followed the instructions and we did it together and he, he was pretty proud of that great what was the last movie you went to and was it good so i don't go to movies very often um but i think the last one i went to was called the butler my grandfather and i went out to that one and that was a, that was an interesting movie i, I liked it force whitaker won a lot of awards for that movie so if you could uh, choose, or I guess if you had to make the choice, would you prefer to ride a bike, a horse, or a car? Well, I'm not really clear what the destination is, but if I had to ride something, let's let's make it a car. I presume the context that they're forgetting to put into the question is, it's a Sunday, you have nothing to do, and you have a choice between riding your bike, riding on a horse, or driving in your car. Does that change your answer in any way? Yeah, so if it's just for thrill, then I'd definitely take out a car. Have you ever had a nickname? Yeah, so I've had a few, um, but one that's kind of stuck throughout the years has been Radio Shack. <laughs> Radio Shack? Yep, I've got some t-shirts even with a name on it, yeah, Radio Shack. Nice, I like it. So if you had to choose between Hawaii or Alaska for a vacation, which one of those would you choose? So for a vacation, I would say Hawaii, but I will say that Alaska, there's an appeal there for sure. I think that that would be really interesting to go to. Okay. But at the moment, I, I, I like the idea of going to an island surrounded by ocean. Sun, yeah. beach. Yeah. I hear you. What are your hobbies? Outside of work. I like to research technology, which I'd absolutely consider a hobby. And sometimes that research gets put into work. But just as a hobby, I like to just research technologies. Beyond that, I like photography, and especially with my kids as subjects, but just taking the camera out and doing some photos. I absolutely love going to Krav Maga. I'll say that again. Uh, thanks, Rob, for putting me on that track. <laughs> I, uh, I just love doing something physical and uh, intense. And other hobbies beyond that, you know, I do some cycling with the kids, but just get out there. Okay. Can you list two of your pet peeves? I'm going to kind of put two in one here, but either rumors and or just general complaining. Those two just drive me nuts. I, I don't really have time for, for either of those. The second pet peeve, which I'll go to uh, an earlier question as well, is just disorganization in general. I like things to be clean and organized. And so a pet peeve of mine is if things are unnecessarily disorganized or dirty. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Oh, man. So I feel like this is another embarrassing answer. So I mentioned earlier that fashion's not my 
strongest suit and as a result i have people in my lives that speak to my fashion <laughs> so there's nine so there are <laughs> a handful of shoes at least i'm thinking five or six off the top of my head there might be more i'll give a little story about fashion just for a moment i have a very good friend of mine who i work with to get clothes anywhere from formal to casual and i actually have an excel document with the shirts across the top and the pants down column one, <laughs> right? I love it. And match my pants to my shirt. And so my friend Beth is the one that puts this together for me and then matches the accessories. So whether I'm allowed, I'm allowed to wear the brown accessories or the black accessories, which then dictates the shoes and the belt and, and whatever. So, And I'm telling you, I consult that almost every day. Sometimes I feel confident enough to just do it off memory, and then I consult the chart quickly before I walk out the door and realize I made a mistake. So... I really don't have a great fashion sense, but uh, just a shout out to Beth for helping me through that. I love that you're consulting an Excel sheet to determine your clothes for the day. That's great. Yep. It's totally fitting. What is the tallest building you've ever been to the top of? I'm thinking that that would probably be the CN Tower in Toronto. And I guess this sort of lines up with the question prior to that. How often do you buy clothes? Um, Roughly once every six months. All right. Moving on. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Very much an extrovert. There's a big story that I can't really go into about that right now, but uh, there's a scale. I'm on the extreme side of extrovert. (laughs) Okay. Is your glass half full or half empty? So I'm very much an optimist as well. (laughs) So uh, yes, I am a glass half full kind of person. Do you have a favorite recipe, whether that was a family recipe or... One that you've found in your own time as an adult? Um, I don't think so. No one recipe, but I definitely enjoy cooking and finding recipes and experimenting with them. So no specific one? No, none that's coming to mind that says this is my go-to recipe. Fair enough. What is your favorite type of foreign food? Uh, So my favorite type of foreign food would probably be Italian food. When you were a kid, uh, were you told about Santa Claus? Yes, I was told about Santa Claus. And how old were you when you found out that Santa Claus was make-believe? You know, I don't really remember, maybe seven or eight, but I will tell you that um, my older brother fostered my belief in the Easter Bunny for years longer than I think was healthy. So (laughs) (laughs) that one I do recall. How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? And and I'm going to prefix this with by... um, I assume it actually takes you quite a while to get ready in the morning based on your spreadsheet needs and everything else. Well, I appreciate that. But <laughs> but no, actually, it, it doesn't take me long, maybe maybe 10 minutes or so. It's not a very long routine to get out the door. So am I off the hot seat now? Have I answered all the questions you want to hit me with? I, I'm out of questions. Fantastic. We've, we've run through them. So. All right. Well, let's wrap it up then. Uh, hopefully, Karen, we've answered what you were looking for, that you've learned a little bit more about Rob and Tristan. If there's any other Karens out there, um, you're more than welcome to, uh, to tweet us some questions or some topics to talk about. And then we're going to get back to some other ideas that we've been floating around in our next show. So I don't want to do any spoil work at the moment. But uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. See ya.